Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Got a hell of a, an interesting show for you. Not only that, an interesting after show for me because mm. I'm going out for dinner with a couple of friends. My brother is coming over to London from Bristol, so I haven't seen him for a little while. But I'm a little bit worried about this evening because we're going to a restaurant, which is fine, but I'm going to use a card that our producer, Adem, has given me. Now, I think he's given you this card before as well. It's like a black card thing. You know, like yeah. the, there's the legendary Nando's black card. It's not yeah. one of them. It's not one of them. But it gives you tw- is it 25% off. The, the meal? It does, or food. Now, I've never, ever used or ever had anything that does anything like that before. So, like, when do you do? When do you tell them you've got the card? Do you tell them on the way in? Well, look, he, here's the thing, right? I can, I, I reckon I can rest you at ease here, because right. I went out uh, for a date with the fireman on... Uh, the big on, fireman. <laughs> the big fireman, uh, Monday after the show, and I used said card then. Right. And it was fine. Now, what I did was, at the beginning, I said, now, I've got one of these cards... Oh, I see. And the lady was just like, I don't need that until the end. Where was she from, instantly? Wales. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, so then I uh, I whipped it out at the end, yeah. but they, uh, they hadn't included it on the receipt, so they had to reissue the receipt. And 25% came off. Okay, so the, when, when you've got one of these car, car things, I'm not very good at, like, couponing or cards, or I get a bit awkward about it. I don't know what it is. Brandish it with confidence would be the advice I would give you. Right, I'm going to lead with it. I'll yes. walk out almost like if you have someone have the Bible in front of them. <laughs> I'm going to go in like that tonight, and I'll report back. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Can I just say that I regularly talk to my kids about what telly was like when I was little? I think it's part, like a... A rite of passage as a parent to make them realise uh, they don't realise how lucky they are. Basically, they don't. that's the bottom line with their CGI and their computer graphics and stuff. Kids these days with the programmes that they watch, and it is a world away from some of the terrifying stuff that we would have had to watch when we yeah. were kids, uh, such as Finger Mouse or Bagpuss, etc. Uh, and anyway, earlier on today, I was telling Thea about a bit of kids TV from when I was a kid that I'd not thought about for ages. I was telling her about Rod, Jane, and Freddy. <laughs> Do you remember Rod, Jane and Freddy? I do indeed. Dungarees were never cooler than when uh, Rod, Jane and Freddy wore them. So I was just trying to think back, right? They were on Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rainbow was was Jeffrey, yeah. Zippy, George and Bungle yeah. lived together in like a bedsit or something. And then um, what? did Rod, Jane and Freddy just come over, didn't they? They'd Rod, come over and dance. Rod, Jane and Freddy, you would suddenly sometimes cut to them singing and dancing. And Brilliant. then bizarrely out of nowhere, suddenly they'd just walk through the door and be in the house with Jeffrey and everyone else. Because quite a lot of people in one bed sit. It's yeah. quite crowded. It's like yeah. a party. And they're singing. And it's just singing and dancing. It was different times. But the thing was, when I was telling Thea about it, my middle daughter, she couldn't get her head around, like, their names, Rod, Jane and Freddie. Particularly Rod. She was asking me, like, who's called Rod? <laughs> and I said to her, right, I'm doing the show later on, I'm going to prove to her that Rod, Jane, Freddie, still contemporary names, still going strong. Yep. And then as I've sat on the train, I thought, actually, I don't know if this is going to really pan out, because <laughs> maybe no one's called Rod anymore. So this is a bit weird, right? This is a bit weird. But for this first hour of the show tonight, a bit of a challenge, let's see from our hometown listeners, we can pull forth a listener called Rod... A listener called Jane, and here's the odd one, a listener called Freddie. Do you, you reckon that's going to be the hardest? I, I reckon Rod's probably the hardest. Rod could be the hardest. I, uh, be a Fred. Jane must be the tapping. J- Jane is the tapping, no offence if you call Jane. But Fred <laughs> Fred is going to be, I don't know, like, I mean, you might be called Fred these days, but uh, Freddie? Do people yeah, call themselves Freddie? Good point, good point. So look, getting to you're not going to make you sing or dance or anything, like from Rainbow, but we'd just like to, a show of hands, get involved, we'll speak to you on the phone, and I can prove to Thea that's still yes. a thing. Michelle in Eastbourne says, Hi Bush and Richie, you do realise that Jane was married to Rod, they split up, and then she married Freddie the Little Minx? I did not know this at all. Now you thought that Freddie was going to be the hardest. I'm just worried about the... Fr- I don't know any Freddies. 
Uh, Brian says, not a person, but my mate has a massive golden retriever called Freddy. Thanks for the show. <laughs> I feel like we, uh, we, at this stage, we take that. We've got a few Janes coming in, but nowhere near any Freddies. Well, you know, Thea, if she's going to take a dog as, as sort of like proof, then we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, one thing I do want to say is, can people stop tweeting us photos of original Bungle from Rainbow? Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. It's really frightening. He's really stacked. He's really muscly as well with <laughs> yeah. dark, dark eyes. So <laughs> don't send that anymore. But if you've got any of those names, do tell us about it. Now, plenty of people trying to help. Not sure how much... Um, this gentleman is going to help because he's hanging on. But your, your name is Glenn, yeah? It is, my name is Glenn. But, um, uh, yeah, no, I, I know a Rod, a Jane and a Freddy. <laughs> right, OK. <laughs> tell, tell us the, the Rod, Jane and Freddy that you, you know and what do they do and how do you know them? Well, Rod is uh, he's a chap who lives two down from me. Um, he's right. just uh, an older chap. He's, I think, about 75 or so. Um, Jane, she's a delivery person local to the area, so she delivers to me every now and then. Right. And Freddie's the manager at my local Everyman Cinema. Brilliant. How do you know the name of the manager of the local cinema? <laughs> He's a regular. He wears, he wears a name tag. Okay. Not, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, if we ever do go to the point of putting this band back together, <laughs> I don't know if they're all available on Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that, that's, it. that's it. But they are the actual only Rod Jane and uh, Freddy, I know. On a quest to find a Rod, a Jane or a Freddy in honour of the 80s TV entertainers, who's this on the line? Uh, it's Freddy. Yes, yes. Freddy! We've got a Freddy in the house. Woohoo! How old are you, Freddy? I'm 12. Right, and is, is your name, like, on your birth certificate or your passport, are you, like, Frederick, or are you Fred, or are you actual uh, yeah, Freddy? Yes, Frederick, but I prefer Freddy. Fair play. Well, there you go. There that's you go. exactly what we look for. He's a man who knows how he wants to be, uh, you know, talked to by people, that's for sure, Freddy. And you've heard of Rainbow Freddy? Pardon? <laughs> Have you heard of uh, Zippy and George and Bungle? No. Oh. Uh, it's quite a terrible programme from when we were all kids. Uh, do you know a Rod or a Jane Freddy by any chance? Um, no. Uh, are any, do you know any other Freddies? Just trying to work out how popular the name Freddy is these days. Well, there's two other Freddies in my year and then there's a couple in school. Wicked. So we've got, like, at least four Freddies there. <laughs> Good lad. You take it easy and have a brilliant rest of your night. Thank you. Rumours are getting a Rodney in our Rod, Jane and Freddy uh, experiment. Keep listening. In the meantime, though, let's just talk about the kind of week we've had. It's been a real roller coaster mm. uh, down to the fact that we've had a problem with granddads. Uh, we've So far, we've had a Freddy on the show, mm -hmm. the 12-year-old lad earlier on, a Jane Teasdale. We've got a Jane. Just need a Rod. Who's this on the line? Rod Park. Yes, yeah. Rod. Rod Park. Pollock. Pollock. Rod Pollock. Rod Pollock. Okay, sorry. Sounds like someone who'd write a strongly worded letter to the BBC. <laughs> I think he will be in a second. Yours sincerely, Rod Pollock. Rod, where are you? I'm in uh, Northern Ireland. Good lad. Do you know any other Rods? Is, is Rod or Rodney a name that you don't do see indeed. so much? Do you? Yes. He lives in Belfast. He he would get Roddy. Roddy. Ah, I wonder whether uh, that's where all the Rods are. They're all in Belfast. Yeah, just like <laughs> called Roddy and then just living it up. Yeah, yeah. Mine's short for Rodney. Okay, so you're short for Rodney. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so you can get to know you a little bit better, as you're obviously part of this experiment tonight. Then, Rod, do tell us tell us one thing about yourself, so we know you better as a person. Oh dear, I can't really remember that show because I'm slightly older than that. I remember it on the TV. Okay, and when you were uh, like a kid, what kind of stuff was on telly for you then, Rod? Oh, it would have been Blue Peter. It would have been the main one. Good man. What are you on your way to do now, Rod? I'm a delivery driver. I'm going to my last drop, and then I'm heading home. Fantastic. What's for tea tonight, Rod? Well, that's a good question. Thursday night's usually Chinese night, so anything really out of the Chinese. For Rod Pollock, Thursday night is Chinese night. Good luck, Rod.
All the best. Cheers. This is the Daily Takeaway. So I bought a doll from Facebook Marketplace for 10 quid. It was a granddad doll. Thought it was going to be brilliant. Could be a show mascot, a lucky mascot, if you mm. like. Uh, we got it in the studio the other day, and then as we were talking, it fell out of its little rocking chair and his head smashed to pieces. Yeah. Then Richie and I brought some uh, super glue in ahead of yesterday's show. We spent about an hour and a half in full uh, medical robes gluing Grandad's face back on. And he's had bandages on his face, been sat in the corner of Studio 3.1 here at Absolute Radio since then. The funniest thing was that um, Tim Burgess, of course, from the Charlatans, was in doing bits and bobs for his listening party yeah. show at the weekend. And we were chatting to him with Grandad's face and bandages <laughs> yeah. in the background. <laughs> he didn't say anything. I think he was just being polite. <laughs> but we've, we've taken the, the bandages off today and it's... Uh, how would you describe the result? An overwhelming success. Yeah, overwhelming success. If I was to give a brief... Um, Brief synopsis. Um, well, be honest. I think you, some of the stitching is still bit, yeah. visible. Tiny bit visible. I mean, you have a little look on Twitter at Absolute Radio. We've put the video up of, of the the, uh, the the bandages coming off his face. Should we play a little clip of us taking the bandages off earlier on? Yes, I think it'll be obvious to everybody to hear the raw emotion. Here we go. <laughs> That's the bandages just come wrapping off his face. Um, <laughs> Jones gets the scissors. Coming on. <laughs> 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 Do Oh, Grandad. Yeah, there was a problem. Quite a bit of the bandage did get stuck to the glue on his forehead. Powerful glue, wasn't it? It is really powerful glue. Big old tug that was to get it off right at the end. Right a tug. And there's a, there's a good video. Have a little look uh, on our Twitter right now, at Absolute Radio. But we're very pleased to say that Grandad is sitting right next to us on the studio uh, desk right now, and he um, looks a million dollars. Bringing luck and love. There you go. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, now, this won't surprise anybody, but I'm a stockpiler, and there is one particular item right now that I am stockpiling aggressively. OK. Uh, we're about, as I look at things, around about ten days away, less than a fortnight until the Easter weekend. Uh, and once that Easter weekend is over and done with, you won't see Cadbury's Mini Eggs in the shop anywhere until January 2024. Now, that is crazy. And is that the same with cream eggs? Is it any egg-based thing yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of chocolate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, everyone does the big Easter eggs and all that kind of thing, but Cadbury have really got locked down their cream eggs and the mini eggs. They are their, their two egg offerings from January right through till Easter. Now, I like a cream egg, Yeah. but obviously your mini eggs, they are snack size. They're the kind of thing that you can truffle through a train, train journey home if you want. The beautiful thing about them is they've kind of got the same kind of vibe as when you open like a new bag of coffee beans and that, that smell comes out. When you open a bag of Cadbury's cream eggs... Uh, sorry, of mini eggs. So many eggs. <laughs> so many eggs, I can't, can't come to terms with it all. Take a good old huff of a smell of, oh, yeah. of, of what that smells like. It's just beautiful. Get your face in it like a nose bag. But here's the thing. 
in less than a fortnight's time. That's gone. That joy's been taken away from us by the Capri Corporation. Now, now, this seems to me, like, professionally, like they're cutting their nose off despite their face because of them rules. Or or do they, like, treat you mean, keep you keen? So maybe you would, they wouldn't be that popular if they were there all the time. There are I mean? people writing dissertations probably on this very yeah. subject, you know. Does, does it make them more special because we can only have them for four months of the year? If we had them all the time, would we love them so much? A little bit like Dominic Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> an Everton fan. <laughs> so what I've started doing, because if you go into your WH Smiths or your Tesco's, there's a lot of two for kind of deals on, you know, or oh, get two for £1.50. So what I've started doing over the last couple of weeks on oh. the journey home oh, is no. <laughs> I've started buying the two for deals and sticking them in my work bag. And at home at the moment, I've got about 15 bags of cream eggs. So I've got another 10 days or so to really bulk up that stockpile to see me through the rest of the year. And how long, do they last a long time? How long have you got on these bad boys? I don't look at the best before day, but it's okay. sealed and obviously they're eggs. They're, they're crispy, so... Do you, and do you keep them in, like, do people see where, where they're kept? Or have you got them, like, under the bed? Or I mean, I'd kind of keep them hidden, I'd say. Top shelf of a cupboard. Wow. Well, normally, other people would keep, like, magazines in there. <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> Needs who, must. Ke- who keeps their grot in the kitchen? Nobody does. I keep my mini eggs. Do you stockpile? Where's Dave Berry's bell when you need <laughs> it? <laughs> I do stockpile, but I feel like I can't go into it right now. Uh, Sam Brown has uh, tweeted, I don't think it's the Sam Brown. Wow, Sam Brown. <laughs> uh, tweeted saying, I'm buying one of these. I've waited years for them to do this. They're not snatching them away from me that easily. And has tweeted a picture of the Cadbury's cream egg, uh, the white version. Okay. Uh, which you kindly brought one in when they first came out for me to try. It took me a while to bring it in. We got there in the end. <laughs> it did. But he's found online a box of 48 of them that you can buy for £35. And it's stockpiling on them. So, I mean, I was, I am concerned about the, the best before. I am a kind of best before date guy. Yeah. Uh, can you freeze them? Can you freeze your eggs? Uh, I would have thought so, but they're pretty, they're hard anyway. You wouldn't need to, would you? I'll tell you what I've been stockpiling. This is quite weird. This is the complete opposite from food and chocolate eggs, etc. Uh, we've discovered this deodorant, right? right. It's a deodorant spray right. that you spray once on, on like a once in the week, and then it stops you from having any kind of sweat or anything like that for, for once whole, a week. For an entire week. Right. It's a revolution. Okay. And it, I think it's so brilliant that I've bought like four bottles of it. <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> and I've just hidden them in the uh, in our cupboards. It's so weird, but, but I spray it every Sunday night. But if you're using it once a week, you're not going to go through it very quickly. The, I, the, the, the fourth bottle's going to be still going in ten years' time. That's it. You know, if the, if the apocalypse happens, I'll be still be going strong. <laughs> You've seen The Last of Us. You can run from all the zombies and you won't break out into a sweat. That's what I was thinking of. Mal's hanging on. Stockpiling Mal, what is it? still do. I still write by hand. I try to use a fountain pen. Um, only reason being, yeah, don't laugh. If I use All right, a biro, Samuel Peeps. Yeah, if no, if I use a biro, my handwriting's dreadful. But if I use a fountain pen, my natural handwriting's italic. Right. So, but my pens are really old. So, I can only use folding cartridges. Right. And I went into a shop, I think it was WH Smith's, and they said, oh, we won't be stocking these for very long. No longer, no, people don't buy them. So, right. I bought their entire stock at the time. Wow, what? But a bit crafty because they still sell them. But I've got this bee in my bonnet that they might stop. <laughs> they just might trick me and stop enough. So if I see them, I see them. I got a, I got a drawful. <laughs> Mal, where do you get your parchment and scrolls from? Do you get them from WH Smiths as well? Um, I, well, yeah, I tend to do a lot in churches and stuff like that. No joking. No, no, no. It's. Uh, yeah, I don't just normal paper, normal paper. But so, it, it's just, it, it's just if you, if you write a letter to somebody, 
it's nice sometimes just them to have it in ink. Obviously, yeah, yeah, of course, yes. So, 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 Mal, just a, a quick question. So, from that initial uh, purchase of the entire stock of a branch of WH Smith's fountain pen cartridges, how much yep. have you got left, despite the fact that they do still stock it? <laughs> Probably the same amount minus six cartridges. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> Uh, Mal, it's it's amazing to speak to you. It's brilliant to hear someone who's still letter writing in 2023. Would you write Richie and I a letter with your with your fountain pen? Oh, we'd, we'd love that. We'd absolutely love that here on Home Time. Right, I'll tell you what. I, I'm driving the moment. Is there any way that you can text me the address for to send it to? Of I course, would, no problem. Yes, we would love that. If you would do a correspondence in your in your italics with one of your fountain pens, that'd be great. Absolutely, no problem at all. There we are. Matt is hanging on. He's got some amazing mini-egg inter for us, haven't you? Yeah, so I've not tried it personally myself yet, but I've been told that if you put mini-eggs in the microwave for 30 seconds to a minute, the chocolate goes all warm and gooey inside of the hard shell. So when you break, uh, when you bite into it, obviously you get the crunch from the shell and then warm, gooey chocolate inside it's the way you say it, Matt. <laughs> I love that. I pay one pound fifty a minute to listen to him talk more about chocolate eggs. <laughs> he could be the original voiceover for the ca- uh, caramel bunny. Oh, you could be. I'm, I'm auditioning. <laughs> uh, and what, who told you about this? I mean, you've not tried it yourself. Who told you? I haven't. It was some. Uh, it was somebody from work. We brought him a cream egg. Uh, uh, sorry, some a mini eggs uh, Easter egg. As a bit of a joke, and he was like, oh, "I can't wait to get home and." Put him in the microwave. Me and the kids love it, and we was like, "Hey!" So he's, uh, this, this gentleman is he is he a trustworthy fellow? Because we've got a bloke who works on our team, our producer. He, he's the king of bum steers. Yeah, um, wouldn't trust anything he says. <laughs> so you, you trust this fella? I, I would trust him. Yes. Okay. Like I, said, I haven't tried it myself yet. I'm waiting for the kids to have a load of mini eggs for Easter, and then I'm going to steal them to try it. Well, Richie's stockpiling. What what do we do? Do you put them in like a? Are you going to put them in like a cup and then put them in the microwave if we yeah, do this? Put them in, in a bowl. Right. Put it in a bowl, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds to a minute, depending on obviously your peri your microwave or how you like them. 700 watt. And, uh, it's a weak one. And <laughs> upgrade it, upgrade it. And then... Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you, would you be willing then, to use a bit of your stash then? Yeah, to, definitely, to, yeah. To microwave uh, your, your mini you eggs? 30 seconds in a bowl, um, and it's, it's gooey inside, but a crispy hard shell. Yes. So just check for cracks on the outside, I suppose. Make sure it doesn't escape. For, uh, prudent. Yeah. Very prudent. Thing, this guy. <laughs> I feel like we've got next week's show sorted out. I'll tell you what, we'll bring it in, we'll do it in here. Here on Monday? Yes. Perfect. Please do. Please do. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Isn't it nice to do the show with Grandad, our porcelain doll, sitting happy as Larry there in his little uh, uh, rocking chair looking a million dollars after the operation from earlier on. He really does look a million dollars. He looks a happy man and we're the better people for having him with us tonight. Uh, make sure you check out the video of our unveiling as we took the bandages off from earlier on. It's on Twitter at Absolute Radio. In the meantime, it's Film Club. We all pull resources to come up with a great film suggestion for someone in need. Mate, is he asleep? He has kind of caved over slightly okay. a little bit, isn't he? Oh, That's fair check. enough. He's been through a very traumatic 24 hours. <laughs> right, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk to uh, email us if you've got a tricky situation uh, that needs uh, fixing uh, for a film to watch. Charmaine Woodhams uh, has emailed the show. Boys, I really have got a tricky one for you, she says. My friend is coming over tonight. Her fiancé has broken off their engagement. She's gutted, so showing her some love tonight as a friend would. Oh, wow. 
If we settle down for a movie with some Prosecco, what would be a good one to watch? Obviously, my friend is fragile, so we can't have too much happiness. Or maybe that's what she needs. That is why I need your help. Cheers, guys. Charmaine. I think she needs a good vengeance movie. <laughs> I knew you'd go that way. Do you know, something like real nasty, get your own back, <laughs> like a bloodbath. Right, OK. I mean, look, what about the... <laughs> The Unforgiven with the uh, Clint Eastwood. Right, okay. That bit where he goes back into town and sorts everybody out. Okay. That's what she should do. All right, Charmaine, you got that one written down? Sort him out, mate. Okay. I was Plan gonna... it tonight over a drink. <laughs> I was going to go, and, and tapping into your, your your newfound love of Adam Sandler, I was going to go The Wedding Singer. Oh, right. Well, does she want to hear about weddings if she's just had it broken off? Adam Sandler goes through a bad breakup, falls in love with Drew Barrymore, character, yep. who is engaged to be the future wife of someone else. You can predict how this ends, but it'll make you realise there's always love to be found after the worst heartbreak. I feel that's going to go one or two ways, but, but Charmaine's, Charmaine's mate, to be honest with you. Oh, we've got Tom on the line. Tom, what's your suggestion? Well, I thought about it. She would need a, a film with bonding, friendship, overcoming odds. Yep. It has to be Predator. <laughs> yes, wasn't expecting that. Sometimes the greatest obstacles build the greatest friends. Oh, you are wise, Confucius, aren't you? Love that. So is that like, a, you know, it's like a, a group of guys in, in the jungle bonding, pretty much. That's what Predator is at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it's, a, it's an obstacle that they have to work together to overcome. Some of them don't make it, but then that's just life. Well, as a wise man once said, sometimes the greatest obstacles build the greatest friends. We've got Charlie on the line. What film are you recommending, Charlie? Play Misty for me, Clint Eastwood. OK, I don't, I'm not familiar with that film. I, I do remember Ooh. watching it. It's a bit... Uh, it's, it's, it's very dark. It's very dark. Very give, dark. Give, give Bush he's, he's a two-line a synopsis. He's a DJ and he has um, a fan and she phones him all the time, every night and everything... Well, she's obsessed with him, but in the end, it don't go well. Um, can I ask a question? <laughs> That's as much as I remember off it. How, how is this going to help Charmaine's friend get over her breakup? Well, it makes revenge, isn't it? I suppose, yeah, I guess it is. It's a bit haunting yeah. to suggest that to two DJs, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How, how are we going to well, feel? I don't know, actually, but, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you've fully thought I this one through, Charlie, that, have you? Yeah. No. no. The, the collateral, the collateral no. uh, emotionally. I don't, I don't want people to start attacking you two, no. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a good, it, was, it was a good one, no. Still a good one. Hey, well, yeah, Clint doesn't do bad ones, does he? Thank you, Charlie. But let's, let's not leave it like this. No, tell, tell nice us what's for you. Well, nice to speak to you, I think. Let's know what you're having for your tea this evening, just to take the edge off this. Chicken Kiev's later on. Lovely. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? Oh, it's good. There yeah. you go, more positive ending. But we're sitting here listening to you drinking wine and beer. Party <laughs> 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 going on. Get ready uh, for the Kievs. Yeah, Wet yeah. the stomach. <laughs> Can we just say, because we do this every week, how brilliant you all are yeah. for coming up with film suggestions because these people are writing these letters in needing your help and you're meeting that task uh, um, admirably and it's an amazing thing. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk uh, if you want us to uh, pick a film. Well, it's not us that picks it, it's the Hometime listeners yeah. that do for a situation that uh, uh, you've got going on. Let's pick tonight for Charmaine and her mates. If you just joined us, her mates coming over tonight. Fiance's just called off the engagement, uh, so sad time. You're better than him. You don't need him. He's <laughs> dirt on your shoe. <laughs> uh, we've tried um, some more chilled suggestions, like uh, The Wedding Singer. Or Predator, <laughs> from earlier on. 
but many, many people, and the volume of suggestions has gone for uh, Joe and Cyan Stoke, by the way, uh, Rich on the M62, and Paul, all suggesting, amongst many other people, Kill Bill. Top bit of Tarantino, Uma Thurman, absolutely iconic. Great movie. Don't get any ideas, though. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I don't want to plant any seeds of doubt. Just going back to your uh, your meal out, uh, how we started uh, this little chat today. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to plant any seeds of doubt, but um, I wonder how many times people use this black card. And is it not a bit suspicious that, like, three days previous... Yeah. Someone else is using it. That's what I'm worried about. Because my my mother half Katie said to me, well, surely only Adem can use it because it's his card. But I was like, well, Richie used it. Well, they never said to me, thank you very much for coming, Mr. Adem. Well, maybe the first use, you you were the ping that kind of maybe alerted the police. The next one, they're going (laughs) to come and get me. (laughs) Just stay there a second, Mr. Waterman.